How you doing, folks? This is Elias, and you're listening to King and Osai Summer 2020 Previews Hall of Spring 2020's Reviews and a whole lot more. We got announcements near the end of the show, plus what is going on in America that is causing the Japanese mangaka to complain to the Japanese government about what is going on in the United States. You won't want to miss that, and what will change, what changes that could happen that will affect the rest of the animation industry for decades to come. So, sit back, take a get a cup of coffee, not for your head, but for your pens. And look back at some of the best of spring 2020, look forward for summer 2020, and a whole lot more. Can't get no side. We will start with the reviews of spring 2020 right after this. Welcome to Kick and side. This is Elias. It's been about a couple of months since we did these reviews. So let's get to it. It's now for the spring reviews for the anime season that just recently passed. 2020 season, the hope for renewal, but it turned out to be interesting days concerning some of the shows. Many of the shows were delayed until this upcoming summer season 2020. So that is why it will be mentioned later on. Because of this, we won't have a review for a lot of these shows until 2020, until October. 2020 so let's get started i did not see much of the upcoming of the uh uh reign of god kamino tau the tower of god which is a crunchy road production i did not see much of this show so i can't give an honest review on it anyway so I'm not going to get to that particular show at this particular time. And a lot of the other shows on the kids shows and all the rest of it, they usually air in America later on. So we, I didn't do a review on those particular shows, but I did do reviews on the shows that were able to be finished at that particular time. Um, Let me start with, The one dealing with Otomo game, uh, flagship, uh, uh, you know, Ishimata, uh, has to deal with my, the bad girl anime, or what is it called? The bad Otomo game anime with Katarina and the rest of them. I want to start with this one. I did see as much as I could. I felt that the story was. Ugh. 
they could have done a little bit better on certain aspects of the show. I don't know what they did with this. I thought this was okay, but uh, I'm surprised it's going to get a second season, to be honest with you. But I really thought this show could have been done better. But what I did see, I somewhat liked some of the different ways they handled it. The first part of it was good. The second half was middling. The third part was a little bit too confusing. That being said, it was, um, it is what it was. Um, Food Wars Season 5 got delayed until July. Um, this upcoming series was about the 8th king, the 8th prince. The eighth prince. I'm gonna be honest with you on this particular show. I thought it was good. I thought the latter parts of the show were good. Uh I I want to have it have a second season. I I, I thought this was there were they allowed some surprising things on this show. But the animation did not improve until the latter third. And the latter third dealt with um, political intrigue in the other parts because they wanted to see how far this one will go. But if you did, if you saw the first few episodes, it sets up the last three. But I really believe that this, this show was actually good. I think they went more episodic in some parts, but... This show was actually good. Uh, there was some funny jokes in it. It wasn't too bad as it were. Uh, this show gets good marks from me. Um, Kashuki Goto. Everybody thought the show was going to be much different than it actually was. This was a great show. It had to deal with a father and a daughter and family and how difficult it is, uh, especially when it came to the uh, 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 dealing with recent events that happened all across the world, especially in Japan uh, with the coronavirus and all the rest of it. Uh, this show was intriguing on how uh how did was this handled and how uh, 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 uh children see their fathers and it was an interesting ending to say the least even though i really did not it, 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 it feel it feel as though they needed to have one more episode to flesh all of this out because a lot of people got lost the movie kind of did a better job on it. The manga did. The manga is the best part of it. Did. The anime did everything good about building up the tension up until the last episode. And then a third of the way towards the end, they ran, They just rushed. And that's not good. Sometimes you got the call for 13 episodes. You just can't stop at 11 or 12. You got to do the full 13. Some of them can't even write beyond the 13. But 
for the for the eleven or so episodes that they did, this was just a great uh uh slice of life series. A lot of funny stuff, a lot of very intriguing stuff, a lot of emotions that were honest, a lot of truth about life that needs to be said a lot of times, even though people might disagree on the on the reasons why. Um, and I felt as those that this show is important to watch, especially for those of us that have, that don't see families the way that they see them and the search for the wife and trying to trying and trying to complete the family. It, it was one of the most important things there. Um, one of the major things I felt as though they could have done a much better explanation is in explaining is spoiler alert. They did not do a great job of explaining Heim's connection to her father in that particular sense. They explained it better in the manga. This is why I said they needed an extra episode. That's what they needed to do on this. Outside of that, one of the best shows of the season, I pretty much put it there. I absolutely like this show. Yesterday, no watching. I want to love I like the, I want to like this show. I really do. And I do like it in some ways. But there is a humongous disconnect in this show, and it was done on purpose. I didn't feel it added anything to the show. I felt this show could have been done more. A little less hokey. It should have been a little less hokey. And more aggressive in certain aspects. And I think that there's way too many times that a lot of these manga try to go into the more Josie side of the thing instead of the more Sinning and not necessarily sinning, sinning, but sometimes even showing, but sometimes even um the Joshi Joshi or sometimes with showing work, sometimes, but they go a little bit too Joshi on Joshi on that side of the argument. And they kind of lose people in that particular aspect when it comes to that. But this show was okay for what it was. Um, the characters were well fleshed out. I'm not going to lie to you. And there were some different things that they did. But in one sense, they should have done better. In, in the, They should have been more aggressive. Fruits Basket Season... Uh, Two is still continuing. We will have a review about that in October because of the again the delays. Second season of this show, the last two episodes were great. The last two episodes were absolutely beautiful. 
I, I think this show kind of saved itself on that particular aspect. The last two episodes were good. The rest of them were just too slow. But the last two episodes were good. But I think the first season was a little bit better. Second season was just too slow until the last two episodes and all the rest of it. <coughs> but still, it's an okay show. The first six episodes of BNA aired on March 21st, and then the rest of the episodes continued from there. Brand new animal from Trigger. And it's a Netflix exclusive, mostly. Well, the first six episodes are Netflix exclusive. It was a good show. Not Trigger's best work, but it was a good show nevertheless. I can't complain about it too much, but I thought it could have been more subversive in certain ways because she's a tanuki and the whole day, the whole, uh, uh, um, what is it called? They call it a uh, binary thing and whatnot, but they could have played it off about that a little bit more, but it was a good show. <laughs> I'm surprised that the animation was a little bit more subtle. Trigger usually is more expansive, even in Little Wedge Academica. Academica, it's a, it's more expressive. You see the memes everywhere. So this show wasn't too bad. Um, the other one was uh, Fuji Reiki Balance Unlimited. That has been delayed until July. We won't have a review about that until October. Shinrinko Project Zero Chronicle. Folks, I'm going to make this real clear. I thought the first several episodes, the first four episodes of this show was good. I actually, I, a lot of people say, oh, this is boring. No, 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 no. First four episodes, the first 15 minutes, that was a little, that was a little risky to do that. It was a little risky to do that, to give that type of emphasis into that. Um, I felt the show could have been done a little bit better. They needed had to pick up the pace. The animation started to get better later in the season. Um, the whole meaning between light and dark was interesting, and they started to do this little interplay between Garoza and the Queen of Light and all the rest of it. Um, the ending, I don't want to say that, oh, we should have seen this coming, but you kind of seen this coming, and we're, we're I want a second season. But they need to do a little better with how they handled that second season. Um, maybe you watch it if you have free time, but they need to see, they need another season to flesh this out. They really do need another season to flesh this out. There is promise here. Arudo Nosora. Well, that will continue for the rest of the year as a yearly show, so it's going to continue from there. Appear Rotman, the first two episodes were 
aired on other places and I believe it's also on a delay. So I'm not too sure about that. Railgun is still continuing at this particular moment. So we're going to have that later on. So we won't have a review until October. All right. Art is a good show. Art is a good show. Please go watch this show. This show's good. I don't see any problems with it. There's this whole thing about today. This show's perfect. This show's good. This show's good. If you're watching with real eyes, this show's good. It's good. For those of you that are interested in history and, of course, on the bread tubes, y'all know the bread tubes. Everybody knows about that bread tubes. We call them, uh, uh, obviously, this, that, and the other. They were talking about this particular lady from Florence who does this art. So they pretty much base the story of this particular um, um, manga and anime based on her. And it's a good show, nevertheless. They didn't overly do the whole woman power thing and whatnot, but the show is good. Nevertheless, I want a second season. I really want a second season. This is a show called Terusu Teramongo. It is on its second season. This show was, this was the show that I was talking about a while back in the when I was uh, I was talking about in some other places about this particular show, this show was wild. But the ending, I have to say that the last three episodes were pretty damn good. For all the uh, <laughs> itchiness and all the rest of it, the last three episodes were pretty damn good. We want a third season right now. Don't wait to make me wait too long, folks. Surprisingly, this show is this show is a pretty good action series. It's a pretty damn good action series. So, Wave, listen to me. Speaking of this being a radio show, this talks about Japanese radio, female lead, and what she goes through. In her life as a female lead and a part-time cook. They don't really do these types of shows. It doesn't even get dubbed in America. This show was pretty good for what it did and what it discussed. Underrated series. It should get a second season. We don't know when. That being said, Zero Lane ended his season. I don't want to get through there. Since you battle no Jenkin, no Jezu, this series deals with, I think, with business? Mercenaries? Huh? Look, the main character... Oh, God. I don't want to get into a long argument about the main character of this show. I really don't. I cannot make heads and tails of him. I really can't. I mean, he he dressed like it's zoot suits and everything. 
but in the beach episodes, he's wearing cod pieces and hat dresses. I mean, the fuck? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This show should better have been much better. There were a lot of intriguing ideas in this show. The whole this concept, it's more like they're mercenaries in this fantasy world, and even the goddesses have businesses. It the whole capitalist enterprise, a lot of fascinating ideas. It just could not put together an execution that was anywhere satisfactory. And the main character was, let's put it this way. He's looking for his father. Uh, and then, okay, he likes these girls. He may have interest in them, but then he wearing silly ass dresses and weird ass swimsuits. Come on, folks. Who put you up to do that? You would have just been fine in a short, just fine. But they tried to drum up controversy when there was none. It shows okay, but it, it had a lot of missed opportunities. Listeners want also called as players. This is done by MAPPA. It's an original series. I cannot believe people don't like this show. I absolutely are this show if you're a prince fan you have to get this show i cannot believe a lot of you people dropped this you should be ashamed ashamed there was a whole lot of american drips and drops in this whole series liverchester a whole bunch of rock and roll and all the rest of these things. I completely understand if you don't get the references, but my goodness, this was, if you were a fan of the rock and roll industry, the blues and a whole lot of it, this show should be on Toonami at this fucking point. Who in this place in any medium, it's going to treat Prince with the respect that he deserves outside of this medium. You see Prince alive again. What is wrong with you people? This show gets another great thing. This show's great. Get out of here. I know some parts of it fell apart, but because it's original, because it did, because of all the things they put in and whatnot, the show did what anybody who cares about the music industry should do. Come on, Prince is alive here. What's not to like? What are you people doing? Listen, there's a good show. What the hell are you doing? What y'all? What y'all doing? What y'all doing? Um, the fishing show got delayed, but what I saw of it was good. Jackson Jackson Dropkick 2, which is season 2. The second season aired, all of it aired on Amazon Prime Video. They started it on April 6th. 
This show was pretty good. And this show was the second season was funny. Uh actually they fits a lot of the problems in the first season. And now it's a serviceable comedy show. It was a serviceable comedy show. Um Tenyong Yomi, which is a baseball series. The animation could have been improved. The animation could have been improved. It should have been improved. And they kind of like did a 3D thing with it. Guys, folks, folks, folks. You got to get the major people on this. I felt that this show could have been the show was the show was in a was in a in a way a good show that just had bad animation and just had these people are a little bit over their heads, but it took David Production a little while to get up to a place where they can compete with some of the best in Japan. I believe in this company, they could do some good things there, but the show's okay for what it is. Bungo no Alchemist, they delayed their series for a while, so we won't have a review on it until at least October. So, <coughs> excuse me. Kingdom Third season is still ongoing. Since Sakura uh, Tays in the animation, this is the continuation of these. Of the OVAs in the series, it was mostly done in 3D. I'm not going to review it too much. Taki no Doriko, this was based on a novel. And it talks about the red light district in Japan. Well, one of the red light districts or the main red light district over there. So this has to deal with um, detective stories. Um, story about uh, uh, one of those days. I thought they handled it well. But in certain ways, it does talk about the Meiji era towards the end of the story. So it's almost like it's another historical drama in that particular sense. They just solve cases. Uh, last couple of episodes was really interesting to me um but it showcases some dark realities of how society handled um westernization and how some never recovered from the nuances of what it really meant so it's a very interesting series uh go choreo and I believe that um, this should be important to uh, watch. Um, another episode, Galaxy was delayed. Um, Xenozar, the animation was delayed. Shadowverse is a kids anime that. That particular series is still continuing as we're speaking. Um, and there's the major, as I mentioned earlier, when we were talking about the other television franchise, 
with um, this particular show, uh, um, Tessidomi, and so on. But I want to focus on the four major series that just came out in this um, season. I want to start with Guinea Pierre. I thought this series was better than Tower of God. I didn't watch Tower of God. I felt, uh, like I said before, that I can't give a review of Tower of God. But I'll watch more of Ganypia than Tower of God. So I know I'm not being fair. But Tower of of uh, not tower of god excuse me getting near here i felt it was a good show it was inches away towards greatness i think it's it was it's inches away towards greatness inches and partly the reasons because the manga isn't done, the manga isn't really finished, and the manga unfortunately doesn't always come out every month. And outside of that, there's no problems with this show outside of some of the um, missing elements in the in the story because we haven't gotten to the main meat of the meat and potatoes of the actual story, but. For what it did, for what it has done, I think it's good. Even though there is a strange similarity in some of the characters there, I absolutely enjoyed getting up here for what it is. But we're going to have to wait a long while before a second season starts, it was inches towards greatness, inches away. I didn't say it was disappointing, but it was inches away. Moving right there. A good show. We can't wait at least four or five years before we get a second season. So the next thing, the next show up. Oh boy. Princess Connect. This is based on a video game, a mobile game from Side Games. This is one of the most beautifully animated series I have seen in a long time in this genre. It is overly expensive. You can feel how expensive this show is. This show. This show is expensive. This is, this show is just a luxury show. You know, there are times in the genres, the periods, like in the, for, like in 19, 1990s, you have a certain series that is just well done throughout. You had it in the 2000s. I think it was, um... You right did had some episodes they had there. I I'm trying to I'm trying to remember a couple of other ones. Uh 
I think another one was um I'm trying to figure this one out here because I'm dating myself a little bit here. Um Ruth Baxter was there, but they didn't have to you did. Uh you you were watching Moto had that one, but it wasn't it was like only one episode that they ever pushed the limits of their budget. Um uh, there was a, a other ones there, but I don't remember. But Princess Princess Colette was just an expensive show. Expensive on every single front. The animation is just great in this show. Do you know what hurts this show? What hurts this show is that his ambition is just not connected to what they were trying to say in the first season. Its ambition is way too high. The animation's there. And I think, and these are the same people that did Kanasuba, and Kanasuba's a damn funny show, and you could, and look, they're doing memes on it. Come on now. Sylvia has become one of the most successful, you know what, LGBT characters in recent memory these days. And I don't see no tattoos. I see nothing. I see did blah, 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 blah. It, it's sad. It's just sad. But anyway, that being said, that being said, the ambition in this show may be a little bit too high from the for this franchise. I think one of the problems this franchise has is that it's written well and the way they handle the main character the main male character is not so much of a dumbass but is a dumbass and we got to cheer him on because he's a version of us and all the rest of these things and whatnot. And yeah, it's a long story with that. They, there's a way to write stories in, in certain ways. I'll get to them when I talk about Plunderer in a minute. There's a way to write stories. And they are mostly com comedic writers. And their timing with their comedy in a Japanese context is pretty damn good. Doesn't always translate well in an American context or a westernized context, but the animation can keep things up there. But in many sense, this show is fantastic. What kills this show is just its ambition is too high. That's not a detriment to the show. It needs a second season. Where are we going to go? And I think one of the things that I felt this show could have improved better is that I don't know what it was missing. It had the things that it was that it needed to have there. The animators were on point. It, 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 there was just something missing in this show. It could be that <coughs> the main boss 
they weren't going to fight the main boss this season. And they kind of pretty much said, oh, we'll wait. Not yet time to face off the big bad yet. It's going to be a couple seasons yet before we free Land of Soul. But there were some a lot of interesting characters there. Um, I felt that the elf was the most important character in the whole series because I believe in certain cases that the elf is the grounded character, the more religious character. And the more religious character that wants to see our main character, male character, us, be successful. And one of the things that I feel as though that Yuki is different from all of this is because he showcases something wrong, wrong, wrong with the world in particular is that it, it becomes, you begin to get the sense that the world building in this show is fantastically done. It's set pieces are fantastically done, but the way they fit this thing, it, it falls flat. I think that's one of the reasons why I say his ambition is too high for his animation. I think what they need to is to get certain things taken care of concerning with the writing before the, this season, and I think it will become just as a successful series as kind of a sutra, excuse me. But as of right now, it was a good first start. And the animation's fantastic. And the, the funny parts were funny. And all the rest of it was there. And of course, you always have the memes of the things there. Interestingly enough, I do have to give some credit to the voice actors in this. They actually tried, and this is the mistake a lot of the subs make. They actually tried to pronounce in English the sound effects that they were doing. So one of the sound effects they did, which later became a meme, Tsukio Inkling does it on Instagram. You have the one of the voice actors when she was removing the axe from the tree, make the English potum word, word that uh, uh, concerning effort. Then you had one where, which is not really a meme, but it is the elf jumping up and down on the walk on the things that she's trying to watch and she is saying jump 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 the translation is saying splish splash splish splash that's not what she's saying she's actually using the english word jump i can't believe sometimes y'all be careful with these translations folks you gotta be very careful so this show is good. It gets another watch again. I felt as though there were some be episodes better than others. Um, a lot of them, you they need to explain more about this world. I, I think the world building with the set pieces is wonderfully done. I just don't think they have a way to connect it well together, but... That's what they do with these multimedia franchises. You got to buy the game. You got to get the game. You got to play the game. It will tell you more about the world and the world structure. If you do that, blah, 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 blah. It's, 
It's a whole mess. But they only the only new characters you can the way they handle him is interesting. He's not dumb. He lost his memories, and now he's trying to make new ones with these particular characters as well. The second season of Love is War. This show is deeply underrated in the sense that this is one of the rare shows that feels like it belongs in high school and it is in high school. I think that episode 11 pretty much solidified how good this show could be. I think that the way they handled how someone doing the right thing gets lambasted and loses out in the end was absolutely pitch perfect. I'm gonna I'm gonna compare two episodes: episode 18 of Plunderer and episode 11 of Love Is War to show you an issue that I'm having with Western animation, what they used to do and what they now do. I'm just gonna do that. But this show here, I, I, I think we're gonna have to wait a while before the third season comes around. And yeah, they're gonna do a live action version of this, which is, you know, more nomenclature, but this show was pretty funny. But this season, this season, the female that did better was more of Ishigami, was more Ishigami, so the one with the glasses, and uh, Kazu, the other girl, Kazuya, who was more, who is um the vice president's aide. Uh, and Chika was still funny at times. Especially the point where you got to close the spoilers. Then here's an interesting thing about this show that makes it endearing that a lot of people don't understand. They are using a lot of westernized tropes in this because, of course, they will be influenced by westernized media or we have this whole thing called instagramable and all the rest of it so you knew this was going there but a lot of it is some older tropes that people don't recognize or don't remember folks some of these if you don't if there used to be a channel called um that did japanese commercials from 2014 up until 2018 then he stopped then he did some experimentation. Then he stopped, and a lot of them, and those, a lot of those Japanese commercials use a lot of the older um, tropes from the um, the a lot of the older tropes from America that used they used to do in the nineteen eighties and nineteen nineties and two and late early two thousands. Excuse me. So on that particular sense, that's how those tropes are being expressed. In this particular show, it's similar to what Listeners is, but Listeners is more involved with its um, love of the American and British uh, uh, rock 
metal industries in that particular sense, as it were. Moving on, I want to set up something from episode 11, and I want to talk about the 25th episode, the 25 episode series of Plunderer. I want to go and focus on episode 18 immediately. And I do mean immediately. The first 17 episodes of this show, they weren't bad. But it hurt the show. When episode 18 aired, It may have not done something to a lot of people, but to me in particular, it did something to me. It really did something to me. I still can't get over how good this episode really truly is. You don't understand this. No, no, no. I, I people folks, I want y'all to understand why I am so pissed off sometimes in Western writing and Western cartoon writing so much. I'm so pissed off so many times because every time when people say, oh, one of the greatest episodes of um, of, of the, the whole, of, of the Bojack Horseman and all these other things and whatnot, and then, then when Bojack Horseman is overthinking shit, overthinking shit, because he comes from a theatrical background. The writer and the creator of Bojack Holtzman comes from a theatrical background. And you know how theater kids think. They, they play this game with the with writing. That since they got the basics down, Pat, is this just okay to do the Frenchy French thing without understanding how the French did their stuff? And... And, and how they wrote, and how they write. Instead, they go willy-nilly and say, do this, put this, let's do this little lemon thing, the shipping, the slashing, and the whole bullshit nonsense that they do. Episode 18 of Plunderer, it's as close as you can get to episode to season three episode seven of rick and morty the rick lantis mix-up also known as tales from the citadel in those 22 minutes of the tales of the citadel was some of the best written best produced best voice acted work we have seen in years episode 18 of plunderer Reaches that level. Reaches that level. Not only reaches that level, I didn't say surpass it because the weaknesses are seen. Well, the weaknesses are seen. They're obvious major weaknesses, but the way they wrote this story, the way it didn't overreact, didn't overreact, and they played the melodrama in the right fashion. That is how the rest of the series should have been. And if you're going to do a season two, 
you're going to have to make episode 18 the basis of where you're going to take the show the rest of the way, if not by themes, if not by the way it was written, by at least its tone. If you can get the tone right, they can. They have a fantastic series on the on, on its head. Episode eleven did exactly the same thing, but in a completely different way. One of the things that I have a problem with the modern shows today, and I began to see this when I was watching a lot of the um, past shows when they were talking about dark issues with like Brace Face and um, all the other shows of, um, of the Powerpuff Girls and all the rest of it as they were trying to teach children and all the rest of these things that there is no dignity when someone is... In a lot of these shows, they play it off like it's a joke. And sometimes the editing in these particular things is extremely difficult to understand why. Why would one thing be allowed and the other thing isn't allowed? Why would one thing be, be a special episode where this guy passes away, but on this other side, it doesn't work out? People have to begin to understand and recognize that, in a sense, the writers in this particular series, say like a Steven Universe, like a new series of, of, of She-Ra, and all the rest of these things, they have no concept of the dignity of their audience. They have absolutely none. They have spin-a-racked their characters so badly. So when an issue such as this come around, they come from the era of, of the time when Captain Planet was talking about these particular issues such as AIDS, such as drugs, and all the rest of these things. And they could not, and they don't know how to write the characters in a way where things would be seen as a very, as an issue that people need to get old, that people need to understand that this shit is serious. There is no sense of urgency. There's no sense of worth. There's no sense of all these characters do this and did that and how this affect this character moving forward. In episode 11 and episode 18 of Plunderer and Love is War, we get to see the dignity that these writers have for their audience, even though their audience may be a little bit older. When we see issue, I want y'all to understand something. I wrote this down. Unfortunately, I don't have the ding on me, but... I remember pretty much a lot of the things that I said earlier. Ishigami was four hours away from getting a young girl pregnant. I just want y'all to think about that really deeply. If he did not have the character of his own conventions, he was about to. Because I want you to understand something. 
They set this thing up to say this dude was a loner. He's a loner. He don't talk to nobody. Here comes this girl. She didn't, He doesn't like her like that. But this girl is making him happy in the school. And you know, school is not that easy in Japan and whatnot. It's difficult. It's a tough thing. We got to deal with the toughness and all the rest of it. You know? And, you know, it's not that easy. So here comes the boyfriend. He's cheating on her. He's beginning to say, look, stop cheating on her, this, that, and the other. And then he comes around and says, here, you know you love my girl, right? He goes, click on it, and he said, come to my house, bruh. I don't care if you get her pregnant. We got no condoms here, too. It's just a little bit of lube, and it's on. This motherfucker went off and punched him. Now, is that the right thing to do? Yeah. Yeah. In his heart, in his heart, he was trying to defend the girl from his bullshit ways. But you know what happened? Everybody in his sphere of influence was in on the whole bullshit. I just want you to know how dark humanity can really become when the right man or the right people or the particular right people, quote unquote, are in positions of power and you have no hope and you're Stockholm syndrome. You're Kafka trapped. You're Kafka trapped unless somebody in the outside figures out who's telling the truth and who's lying. A similar thing happened in episode 18, a plunderer. Because this boy, Leech, did not want to kill. He did not want to kill. He did not want his teammates and all of them to be killed. Did not want them to kill. All Leech did was trying to help people and try to stop the disaster that was to come but the disaster is going to happen. And then we later find out that he kills someone very precious to him. And he breaks down. They did everything and the kitchen sink to try and cheer him up so he would kill so his friends won't kill. He will fight so his friends won't have to shed blood on the battlefield, which is a noble concept, an inverse concept of the other concepts de de dealing with war, where there everybody kills, but there are certain men who won't take up a gun to shoot another human being. But the way they wrote it and the pace they wrote it, and the speed they wrote it, and the way they explained everything out, it hurt, it got me so bad.
in a good way, but so bad in a good way on how dark humanity can really become, how it uses its own children. And you know what? I began to see as recent events have come out, how they use their own children to get what it, where they want in life. And it just, it, it scares me even to think about right now. And I know I'm talking about this longer than I have to be, but this episode 18 of Plunderer saved the whole fucking franchise for me. If they did not have that episode, I wouldn't have put it as high. I wouldn't have put it as it's okay. It was overhyped. No, no, no. It was worth the hype. After episode 18, it was worth the hype. It was worth the hype. Not to say that the episodes got better or worse. They were okay. Some some of them were good. Some of them did. There was funny stuff there and most of it. I'm waiting, but this but what sold me on the second season was episode 18 of season one. That is what sold me. Nothing else sold me on that show except that particular particular episode. That's why. I, that's why I said. That that's the thing. That that's the that's the thing that sold me on that episode. So yes, Plunderer deserves your watch, especially episode 18. Watch it again. Learn how look, if you're gonna write, if you're gonna write and you're gonna do anything to dealing with writing, you look at episode eleven of Love is War. You look at episode 18 of Plunderer. Even if that show, episode 18 of Plunderer, isn't your cup of tea, understand that there is something there that brought people to this medium that they don't do anymore in the West. They don't do anymore in the West outside of Rick and Morty. And they used to do this every fucking weekend. In the 19, in the early two down, in the late 2000s and early 2010s, and used to do this every, almost every other day, almost every two weeks. I won't say every day. Let's just say every two months. Hell, let's put it fairly. Every February and May in the mid 1990s. Come on, man, please. A lot of you people just playing games with it. It, it, it. It's not, it's not fair. A lot of you people play games with that, with a lot of the day, with a lot of those um things in particular, but episode 18 and episode uh, 11 of, of Love is War, Outstanding. Both of them are just absolutely outstanding. Um, let's see what we have left here to discuss. I've already did. We didn't do Kingdom. Um, there were a couple of others there that they had done in the last couple of 
episodes here. So they did Love is War, The Tower of God, um, did the old tome. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I they're still continuing that one there. Okay, then that's pretty much it. All right, I already did Ganip here, and I already did the other two episodes there. Um, I'm just gonna let y'all say say that, that I know this season that would have been. A little bit more interesting if the other shows were finished at this particular time, but we'll wait until the uh, October for that one. But this season was pretty much a season where the pandemic was still a thing and it's still a thing going on now. Um, a lot of people thought that it was not going to be easy to get all these things done, but a lot of the people got it done. And uh, uh, you can see how strong that particular uh, the, this particular industry is. So I've gone about 60 minutes again. <laughs> 60 minutes, folks. We did it again. So coming up next, we will talk about the upcoming season, the summer 2020 season, which should have been the Olympic season. But um, the pandemic had a change of plans for all of us involved. We'll be right back after this on Kagan No Side. All right, folks, we're back. Final segment of this special for Kagan No Side. We always do it every three months. So there are a couple of announcements that I have to make. We had, a tip, we had a handle on Twitter called Queen Doga. Queen Doga was pretty much the promotion for the website Doga Queen. Uh, we moved away kind of way from what we were trying to discuss, which was our particular work concerning this. And yeah, there has been delays in a lot of the things that I was trying to do. Because of the pandemic, because there were a lot of things that happened since the six months this thing started, we thought we were just going to have a very easy transitional year in 2020. And it is a transitional year, but it's nothing like we have ever experienced. And boy, we're going through some really shocking times especially with a lot of deaths that I never thought I would have seen and take place. But it is what it is. It's a tragedy all around this particular year. And it isn't going to get any easier. But there were some changes that needed to be made. And the first one had to be with the with the um with the Twitter handle we had to go back into doing promotion and stop retweeting other things that were somewhat outside of the purview of what this particular um, um, Twitter handle and website was going to be about. So we started to use a technology called Hype Fury, 
to do some promotion for the show, but it was only a trial and I liked what I was going to use for it. But for right now, it's stuck on that trial. So we're not going to do too much anything with the actual um, Twitter feed until we have uh, uh, some sort of negotiation with that. But I didn't want to make... Um, we, we, we really can't do too much with Dogger Queen the way we want to do it. But um, I'll explain more about that in the future where we're headed with Dogger Queen. But I had to get that announcement there. So one part one, the Twitter feed is just a promotional feed for the Dogger Queen website, the Dogger Queen Instagram page, and this particular show, Kagan No Sai which has the dream month uh, shows and sometimes interviews if we are able to get them. The other announcement is a somewhat of a major one and it leads into the next big announcement. Pixiv has five 50 million subscribers. Some of them are doubles. So it's more like 35 million. Your friend, the host of this show, is now one of them. But I'm not going to be posting drawings, if you want to put it particular this way, in that particular sense. What we're doing in this particular Pixiv page is architecture. Why architecture? I will explain, but it is important to do architecture because that's one part of the aesthetic of future plans, if you want to put it in particular sense. So architecture is the focus of this particular Pitsiv that we are doing. So you can see us on Pitsiv and our, hopefully we can get some architecture going through on that particular page. That's what is mostly empty, but there's a pro, there's another bigger reason for it. I said something in Japanese. You should already guess what it means. I'm not gonna go too much details in it, but I am going to say this. Hopefully by the end of two years, we would have made significant inroads in Japan that The things that we have done for Guru Gothic will be beneficial to the point where it will make its own money. We will have our own stuff. We won't be relying so much on other things anymore. And we will be a force in the animation world and in the entertainment world but we will do it in ways that 
might surprise some people. That is why in some certain sense, I didn't want to change aspects of this particular show, but in the future, not now, this, the way we're doing this is fine, but in the future, the show will take a completely different tone. The way we did these things are going to take a completely different avenue, if you want a particular, in that particular sense. I feel as though that the way things are heading towards is that we're going to have to move away from what we consider what is America even though we love it so much I love it deeply I love the people I love I will always be a citizen of this great country but unfortunately America has left me and In many senses, America has endangered my future. Through no fault of the people's own, but America has endangered my future. And I feel as though that for our future for a future um not only for me but in person for personally in a personal way we need a certain amount not of stability because i don't mind being uncomfortable but i do not want to lose everything because some people are just not mentally all there there is no sanity right now. And we need a place of sanity. Not necessarily that we can deal with uncomfort. That's not the issue. We have no sanity. And it's no place of health to be seen in a insane society. No place. So we have to find a way to be sane first. We have to look at the things that make people sane. And once we look at it, we have to figure out, can we build from out of the insanity and into sanity and into health and then into a place where we can become successful in life? And I have already made that choice. But we're going to have to make some major decisions on that. So I just want to let y'all know that is a very huge possibility that the October show will be taking place in a special location. It could be here. It could be halfway around the world. 
It could be anywhere else, but we're going to do something different. We have to. We have to do it for the betterment of myself and for all the projects that I have been doing for the last several years. So that is the reasons why that we are doing the things we have to do. So that is all the announcements I have right now. I will update them as soon as I can in a future episode in the Twitter handle, in the Instagram handle, and all the rest of it. And again, on this radio show. In October, we're going to do the reviews for the summer season and the last of the few episodes from the holdouts going back to earlier this year. The fall preview episodes, the fall preview, and a whole lot more. Thank you for listening. This is Elias. As we go beyond your boundary on Kigan No Side, take care. Hopefully, we'll see you guys this October on Kigan No Side. See you guys soon. We're back. It's time for the preview for the summer season 2020. A lot of shows that were delayed, especially this particular one. The second season of RE0. It's part one. It's going to be, we don't know how many episodes. We really don't know how many episodes. Oh, uh, Sword Online Actualization War of Underworld Part 2. We'll be starting in about a couple of days. That will be on July 12th. In Ishibote Nino Show, which is a David production. You know this is Fire Force second season this year. Second season, the upcoming now. The third season of my team romantic comedy which was supposed to be scheduled this upcoming this spring is now delayed for the summer and it will be ready on july 10th it will air the first three episodes first before the newest episode air on near the end of the month the god of high school which is mappa's second one and crunchy rolls newer project which will be coming soon it will start on july 6th it is a show dealing with the tyrannical demon king, which has been reincarnated after 2,000 years. However, his suitability for the candidate to educate candidate to become the new demon king renders him a misfit. Kananojo Orimatsu. This is from TNS Entertainment. This is the one that has to deal with Rent a girlfriend. Oh, really? So the state is doing it again with the whole selling and buying of females? Come on, guys. Look, 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 look. I, 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 I'm like, okay, I get it. It's fantasy. Rent a girlfriend. 
Look, sometimes you tell the truth, but damn, the, te- the truth telling can be so hard to take. The God of high school, really? We're going to do Dragon Ball bullshit here, bruh? Well, where's our version of Dragon Ball? You ain't going to beat Dragon Ball, Crunchyroll. Sit but sit your bitch ass down, Crunchyroll. Fruit Batches continues its second season. Of course, again, Balance Unlimited will also continue. Monster Matsume Oshita-chan. This is the first episode will premiere on the Banco Namkai Arts YouTube channel. This is the champ. That's the first episode. So we don't know how many episodes it will have. It might be an OVA. It might be shorter than that. But it's pretty much a different take of the it will it's a different side of the story so it's no longer the one from the other season it's one from that deals with a doctor and all the rest of it he's taking care of monsters peter grill no sinji no Gikan. upon winning a fighting tournament and being crowned the world's strongest warrior Peter Grail discovers a downside to his newfound fame. Women of all species, from ogres to elves, are scrambling all over for his D.I.C.K. Every time when we're going to be doing this, I'm going to be doing that D.I.C.K. To make sure they have the strongest babies possible. Poor brother, ju- poor bastard just want to settle down with his lovey dovey fiance, but cut the outmatch, outwit, and outrun a whole Harlem of monster females in order to do so. <laughs> he just want one human, but all the monsters just want his Diashike. <laughs> this is upcoming series now I know you guys are from you know about Pitsiv and the whole nine yards of it there is a meme out there well this is based on a manga so it is a somewhat popular manga with a lot of the older set um uzeki chan so you have seen um this particular character with this opai deki this opai deki in the middle of her chest and you've been seeing it since at least 2015 possibly a lot earlier than that so now they finally have a television series based on this particular character Sarukai Shinji's one wish is for a little peace and quiet, but Izuki Hana, his boisterous, well-endowed underclassman, has other plans. All she wants is to hang on and pull fucking pull fun in him. With the help of his chipper charm and his persistence, this might be the start of a beautiful friendship. Yeah, now you see her with the means of her crying like a freaking baby. And you know that she's only 20, right? 
and she's crying like an eight-year-old. Look, look, guys, we're going to start talking. We're going to start real talking very soon. It's like, they're telling you something. The great pretender. Netflix Japan, this is an original series from which studio? It actually aired in June 2nd. Here are the details. It's 23 episodes. Netflix Japan is premiering episodes in batches prior to its regular broadcasting, which begins on April on July 8th. So they have already aired 12 episodes. They're, they're 12 episodes. They're going to air the rest of the episodes on July 8th or at least the beginning of the rest of the episodes on July 8th, excuse me. Decadence. Decadence. Do you remember this movie that aired in Hollywood, uh, that that was produced that deals with cities that were walking on the, that were walking, you know, when London and all the rest of it did. It was an interesting movie, but it didn't really work out. I don't remember the name of that movie. It is based similar to this movie, Decadence. It is done by NUT. The first episode had already premiered early on selected platforms. Many years had passed since humanity was driven to the brink of extinction by an unknown emergence of the life forms, Gadolai. These humans survive now dwell at 300 meter high mobile fortresses called Decadence. Built to protect themselves from the Gadoi threat. Descendants of Decadence fall into two categories. Gears, warriors who fight the Gadoi daily, and tankers, those without the skills to fight. One day, Natsumi, a tanker girl who dreams of becoming a gear, suddenly meets Kuwabagi, an armor rep- repairman of Decadence. The chance meeting between the simile two opposites, the girl with the positive attitude who never gives up on her dreams and the realists who have given up on his will eventually shape the future court, shape the future courts of the world. A pair of rap men will continue on uh, the series because it had some delays. So will Railgun will also continue. So we won't have reviews until um, in October at least. This is going to be a very controversial series coming up. We're already dealing with a lot of the other controversies. Fumation has the rights to this show. The show's name is called Doku Hentai Eros. Earth faces an unprecedented threat from an invasion from the mysterious Kekijiju. The Kekijiju feeds on human sensual energy known as age energy and will weaken the human population. The student, Ranger Etro, is a member of the hero group it's Eros who fight together to save the earth from the Kajiju. More chasing of death. Here comes the problems. Kiribate, which is a horror series. It is an original series. Studio L, Launch, and Bots. In 2030, people in Japan are turning into different forms of monsters based on their age, sets, and rates. The illness is called Gibya, 
after being rich in variety like Gibler. A pair of samurai and a ninja appear in the blighted wasteland in Japan. They both travel from the early Edo period, fighting together with the help of a doctor who tries to find a cure for the Gibliya. Facing ceaseless attacks from the Gibliya and outlaws to attack travelers for food, they start the dangerous journey with enemies all around. No Guns, No Life second season continues on July 10th. 2020. So we are going to do more on that particular one and do on that particular episode. Digimon Adventure continues on its season. Um, we still have more on Tedu Nishi, which will turn on the 28th. Studio Dean is doing the second season of, I think it's um, Majowuji Shodan. Aquamans is going to continue. Um, Elovolve. If you want to name, stay in the same place, you got to keep running your hardest. This deals with um, a series dealing with, um, it's a slice of life, it's a romance novel, romance series. It's actually a game. This particular, the evil love. Say love is evil, get it? <laughs> love is war, love is evil. So it's pretty much dealing with this one particular girl who later takes over a certain company, and now there's four other guys with magical powers trying to win her affections. Uh, a mass multimedia project called Lapis Relights, which deals with music from the Yokohama Animation Club. We don't know how many episodes it has. It will actually premiere on Independent on the American Independence Day. Uh, Ninja Collection, which is a brand new series, a completely original series. It's set in modern day Tokyo. Where dreams and desires are afloat, a group of ninjas called Toazakshu is set to stop the spread of darkness that prevails in the world using ancient techniques passed down through the generations. Um, we continue here. Major still continuing. Um, so they're doing a rebroadcast of Cinderella 9. And they're just adding one more episode. Um, remember that horse series that they used to do back in the day? W2 Studio and Future Works is doing Umayon. It's based on characters from Pretty Derby. So they're back, but more smallified, as it were. Chibified, if you want to say so. Um, they still have the other shows here. There was one other show that were they were doing, but I don't remember that one. I think that has been delayed until at least the fall season. That had to do with the rap industry. I think they delayed it until the fall season. So far, the big shows are Sword Art Online, RE Zero. Snafu. Uh, yeah. Snafu and 
Let's see. Uh, and and Fire Force Season Two. So those are the four big ones, of course. Balance Unlimited will always be a threat. Balance Unlimited will be a threat. Izaki Chen will be a under will be a uh, sleeper hit possibly, and there will be a couple other ones. There will be controversial shows, then all the rest of it there. But hey, it's going to be an interesting season regardless. So, some of them have been left over from the spring season now coming into the fall because of the coronavirus. And then the fall shows that were supposed to air in the summer are now going to air in the fall. Um, like uh, Damachi and others as well. So, and the, and the rap series one that were that was being planned for um, the summer, which will be ready in the fall as well. So thank you for listening to the previews for the summer season 2020. Coming up next, we're going to talk about uh, interesting developments all over the animation world. King of No Side continues. This is Rush. Welcome back, folks. This is Rush, and you're listening to King of No Side. Wow. I don't know what to tell you the last three months have been. The last three months have been some of the most eventful months a lot of humanity has gone through. And we have gone through some interesting times. I thought it was going to have more fun these three months. I mean, everybody was locked down. We couldn't do the walking. And it is important to walk these days, even when Corona Chan is trying to snipe at a lot of people. Oh, yes. But one thing about walking is that sometimes you walk crooked roads. And in these crooked roads, you learn things. And one of the things I have begun to learn is that family, you're in trouble when the Japanese start talking to their government and saying that the Americans are going crazy. If you don't believe me, there are articles out there. You can see it for yourself. They mentioned videos about this particular incidences. It is what it is. I'm not going to tell you how America got into this. How the Japanese are literally begging their own government to create a ark and guardians of the ark. Because they see what's coming. And they don't like what they're seeing. That the Americans are going overboard. That the Japanese don't understand 
that an issue that has nothing to necessarily do with them in particular is now affecting what they write and draw. The Japanese businessmen who are working in this genre is looking at this thing and saying, maybe the manga car have a point. What are we working with? Who are we working for? <laughs> we also have a situation where China and Tencent is trying to talk some little, you know what? Come on. I got money. I got money. It's right here. Don't worry about those fake quarters over there. Don't worry about the fake uh, uh, currency over there. It's not to worry about. Uh, I got money. Don't worry about the fake gold. I got money. I got money. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm enticing you. You love you with Zulia, don't you? Folks, it's simple. It's real, real, real simple. A culture like America that has decided to get rid of their history and forget that their history doesn't even exist anymore The rest of the world is going to go and wonder, like, if this thing is going to spread to their own places. If for somebody feels some sort of way. In certain sense. There is reasons why business deals have went the way it has gone. But I think the real answer you need to recognize. <coughs> Excuse me. The real thing you need to recognize, it's much darker than that. Way darker. Something is happening in the entertainment industry in the United States that has never happened before. It's happened in small ways, but it has never happened before. And it has never happened in such dramatic fashion. They're using... a cultural sentiment to censor everything that is considered to be uncalled for. Even if it has historical realities and actually existed in reality. And it is a very dangerous thing to see. 
What is going to happen? I predict that this is going to fail. And it is going to fail miserably. There could be a very dangerous issue at hand. Very dangerous issue at hand with the way the society is being restructured in America. That makes it a little bit more difficult for the anime industry in the States to be viable. Because what I am beginning to see now, whether this step was coming or not, and all of these is a retrofit of what, not necessarily of what America is, but how America sees itself. And one of the things that people are starting to recognize is that in a, in a business sense, and they're starting to begin to see this all over the world. And this is some of the reasons why the world is starting to not disintegrate, but split in different parts is America does not have the economic stability even to enjoy products such as Dragon Ball Z at this particular time. Because in one sense, Dragon Ball couldn't, should not be edited at all. That's in one sense. The fact that it had to be edited shows the weaknesses in aspects of American culture that their weaknesses are too too much to bear. And now it has affected the way they have seen things in this particular aspect, as it were. Something began to happen in the last several weeks, and in the last several months, and in the last several years since uh, Near Automata had come around. One of the things that Near Automata did was to showcase the hypocrisy of the westernized developer. And what has happened since with, we can call it economic success of The Last of Us 2, and but the reactions of this particular video game has come around and the way they have dismayed and the way that they have just poo-pooed it and all the rest of it, tell stories, things are not that important and all the rest of these things is that there is a non-seriousness in the way they see products. There's a non-seriousness in it. And it is becoming apparent to a lot of people that this non-seriousness is spreading throughout the industry. And it also has become apparent that that non-seriousness 
is also a form of censorship because if they did take it serious, they would be realizing the mistakes they are making. What is happening right now is that the mainstream industry is splitting certain aspects of things that were acceptable only 15 years ago, maybe even five years ago. They're splitting it into two. And the only way they can experience that type of content is via the porn industry. Something similar is starting to happen in the Japanese side of the game in a certain way. And this is what I am trying to explain in very simple terms that the greatest moment in the history of the animation industry is about to take place very soon, within the next two to three years. And what it is, is the changing of a constitutional law in Japan to get rid of a simple mosaic. Once that is done, at least in that day, as long as it's not, as long as it's changed in a certain sense that doesn't get rid of the other parts of their constitution. This is a big deal to change one part of the constitution because they're trying to do it in certain ways concerning the coronavirus. But it could be other things that could be taken out wholesale in order to prevent other things from taking place. But if they do this, they have changed the history, the future direction of the animation industry as a whole all over the world. Once they do this, everything is fair game. Because then they don't have to make the choice of going mainstream. The people that have done the, uh, uh, um, what's it called? The people that have done mainstream in the past and all the rest of it, they don't have to decide to do mainstream work and all that. They will have enough capital on that end of that business to make enough money to become superstars in their own right in that side of the business. That's what that law, that changing of that particular constitutional law does in that aspect. This will bring also changes in the way they do particular games. If that is done, things start changing on that end because then they will be able to match whatever the Americans and other places then do.
So, even if America becomes unstable economically, socially, you can't sell product there too much like they used to. It goes from 8% to like 5%, even though they still sell trinkets and all the rest of it. Still sells at a good clip, but not as much anymore because of lack of jobs, lack of opportunity, and all the rest. There are still opportunities to make money if they change aspects of this particular constitution. And there's one Diet member that is, that is doing that that particular work has started to become successful, especially with the coronavirus thing. And it's going to possibly lead him into making sure these particular things start changing in the future. Because it is going to become apparent that the entertainment industry in the United States is about to collapse. And it's going to collapse at least September of this year. September of this year and they can't get anything filmed. The whole thing collapses. People don't understand this, folks. Everybody joke. Y'all can joke all y'all want. If you don't have a fall season that season, especially if you did, and if the NFL, the NFL don't get a season off in time, people are going to start asking questions. If in the middle of the season, the NFL gets cut off, people start asking questions. There is a list of the top rated shows that air in America last year. Almost all of it were football and college football. If they don't air one, if they get cut in the middle of the season, College football, NFL, or both in the middle of the season in October. Can you imagine the devastation it will have on the television industry? Couple that with a lack of television episodes for the fall season. They have no money. Japan did not suffer this problem, folks. Y'all didn't, y'all weren't thinking. Japan didn't solve, didn't have this problem. They took care of their stuff way early. Mass Rider about to get into its next season. Everybody looking stupid. In America, everybody looking stupid. Where the money coming where they, who going to work, who don't want to work, this, that, and the other thing. It's becoming a mess. And that's what the manga calls that. What's going on in America? I'll tell you what's going on in America. America's losing its damn mind. Lost its damn mind. And it wasn't even their fault. It wasn't even the manga cause fault. We didn't cause this. We're complaining to the Japanese government what the hell's going on in America. That's why they're dialing down. Uh, Trump's phone and said, 
What in God's name is going on America? We can't make no business deals no more. I'll tell you what's going on in America. It's real simple. It is that America chose a completely different future from the one it was promised that it promised to its generation. It chose a completely different future because they thought that certain things that came naturally to women were going to stay the way it was going to be for the next 50 years past it. And it didn't work out the way it was supposed to work out. They could have chose a different future. And they did it. Really think about that. But there are opportunities. And those opportunities need to be taken care of right now. So keep watching that diet. They're in the election cycle over in Japan at this particular moment where they will vote people into the diet. These are local elections, by the way. And it's very possible there could be changes in the future. And those changes could basically change the future of the animation industry all over the world just by changing one aspect of a constitution. Think about how deep that really is, folks. How close Japan is from owning the whole animation world for generations upon generations just by changing that one law. It doesn't matter about what America does because what America does, it does not affect the animation business. They may have had the animation business for a long time, but they may not have it anymore. Y'all better think deeply, folks. On why America is doing the way America is doing its stuff. And then when you realize why why it's doing it, that's the reason. So coming up next, we got a special announcement for all you guys that can't get no side. And it's a very important announcement. We'll be back right after this on Can't Get No Side. 